So I, I made a few notes here because I want to share a, a few things about the three archangels. And one is the chaplet of St. Michael, which you can find on EWTN. That's how I originally learned about it. Two is the servant of God, Don Delindo, who was a friend of Padre Pio. Padre Pio spoke very highly of this priest from Naples who died, I think, in the 1970s. And he wrote tons of commentary on scripture. And there's a section in Luke's gospel where he talks about the angel Gabriel coming to Zechariah, and he gives a description of the angel. It's very powerful. And then lastly, I'm going to speak about the archangel Raphael from the book of Tobit. And that's very special for me for whatever reason. When I was coming back to church and praying, my Bible would just stay open and open to the book of Tobit. And even when I left for school and closed it uh, to another page or another section of the Bible, I came home one day from school and it was open again to Tobit. So I was just like, whatever that means. But anyway, so I pray to St. Raphael every day. And uh, beautiful, beautiful story also in the book of Tobit. But we'll start with St. Michael and the chaplet. And you can find this from, this is directly from the website of EWTN. The history of this chaplet goes back to a devout servant of God, Antonia de Stonac, I think it's French, who had a vision of St. Michael. And he told Antonia to honor him by nine salutations to the nine choirs of angels. St. Michael promised that whoever would practice this devotion in his honor would have, when approaching Holy Communion, an escort of nine angels chosen from each of the nine choirs. I'm not great at math, but I think that's 81. Okay. In addition, for those who would recite the chaplet daily, he promised his continual assistance and that of all the holy angels during life and after death, deliverance from purgatory for themselves and their relations. Wow. I do pray it every day. Wow. Isn't that powerful? Yeah, the angels love us so much. By nature, they're way above us. Oh, goodness. A skyscraper to an ant. Way above us. But they come to serve. They come to serve, and they do know that we can receive Holy Communion. That's why in the diary of St. Faustina, she said, if the angels could envy us, they would envy us for the fact that we can receive Eucharist and that we are capable of suffering. And that sounds like, why would you want that? Well, because of Jesus and what he has done with suffering. Isn't that powerful? The angels can't receive Holy Communion like us. Don Delindo, servant of God Don Delindo, who Padre Pio supposedly was attributed of saying that the whole of paradise lives in his soul. He said this about Don Delindo, who is a servant of God. This is after Zechariah has the uh, message from the angel Gabriel about this John, son John that he will have, and Zechariah doubts. He has a moment of doubt. He doesn't believe, and he struggles. And there's a moment where Don Delindo gives a commentary of after that moment, it's as if God shows him who Gabriel really is. A little bit deeper of the reality of this being that just came to speak to him. And this is what Don Delindo's commentary says. It says this, the angel, his majesty flashed like a thunderbolt. Zechariah had not considered in answering him that he was speaking with a superior being and that he lacked prudence. 
Now the angel called him up to reality, telling him, I am Gabriel, which means the strong one of God, and I stand before God. In pronouncing those words, it shone in him what his name meant. An array of divine majesty enveloped him. He was the strong one, the expression of the true strength, something immense, deep, large, towering, something gigantic and powerful, able to shake the hinges of the world. I am Gabriel. It was a celestial word that made its meaning known, and by saying it, it made it alive. These words hit Zechariah like a thunderbolt of extraordinary power. They contracted his nerves and made him dumb. The angels are big, big deal. We could sit with that one for a while. And then Raphael, okay? So we had Michael, who means who is like God. Gabriel, whose name can mean the strong one of God or God's strength or the strength of God from Hebrew. And then lastly, St. Raphael from the book of Tobit. And I do tell people about St. Raphael. Remember, St. Raphael in the book of Tobit, his name means the medicine of God or God's remedy or God heals, is he leads Tobiah to take these parts of a fish. But the point was to help perform an exorcism and also to heal his father's blindness. A lot of times I hear about, yes, he cured and he heals the blindness, but he gives the prayer for an exorcism. Now, exorcism is, yeah, there's the solemn major exorcism, like the movie Exorcist for a Possessed Person, but then, well, we have deliverance prayers, which are minor exorcism, a deliverance. This woman, Sarah, had seven husbands she was married to, and the demon Asmodeus killed all seven of them on their wedding night. Does the devil hate marriage? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So God sent this archangel to help. Here's what it said. When Tobiah asked, the archangel replied, as for the parts of the fish, as for the heart and liver, if a demon or evil spirit gives trouble to anyone, you make a smoke from these before the man or woman, and that person will never be troubled again. And then as for the gall, anoint with it a man who has white films in his eyes, and he will be cured. Okay. So... Tobias does that. He remembered the words of Raphael. He made that smoke with those parts of the fish. And then when the demon smelled the odor, he fled to the remotest parts of Egypt, and the angel bound him. Then it says, with the gall of the fish in his hand, this is when he comes to his father, who came stumbling out through the courtyard door. He's blind. But his son ran to him. And with the gall of the fish in his hand and holding him firmly, he blew into his eyes saying, take courage, father. With this, he applied the medicine on his eyes. Next, with both his hands, he peeled off the white films from the corners of his eyes. Then he saw his son and embraced him and he wept and said, here I see my son, the light of my eyes. 
Then he said, blessed be God and blessed be his great name and blessed be all his holy angels. May his holy name be blessed throughout all the ages. Though he afflicted me, he has had mercy on me. Now I see my son, Tobias. Three archangels, they're not even God. But God worked lovingly through these three persons. Angels are persons. They're not human persons. They're angelic persons, but they're persons. Intellect and will, they're brilliant and they're powerful. And we do need to honor them. We need to honor them for their service and their love, their continual giving and generosity, their humble service. Those who are so much higher than us to, to come down to us and to serve. Very much unlike the evil one who won't serve. And so I close with this. This is a story, a, a talk that I heard from Dr. Miravalli, who was a professor at Franciscan University in Steubenville, and he gave a tradition, a small tradition in the church as how Michael got his name, who is like God. Have you ever wondered that? The tradition is that Lucifer rebelled, and you've got nine choirs of angels, and the archangels are second to the bottom when you've got the choirs. You've got the seraphim down to the angels traditionally, and above the lowest rung, lowest level of angels is the archangels. And you've got, right, the nature of grace, uh, of their nature as angels. And when Lucifer rebelled, the story, the tradition that's passed down is that from the bottom, from the choir of archangels, a voice, and I think it was the first voice, cried out, who is like God? It was a defense of God. And in that moment, the archangel Michael was given a grace and raised up to the top as commander. Yeah, powerful, powerful, powerful. That's how he got his name, when he cried out to defend God and his glory. And St. Faustina talks about Michael and the respect she has for him who had no example. I believe that's what she said, had no example before him and yet still did the will of God. These beautiful creatures, not like an alien, in English it can sound like alien, E.T., but in like the Latin or the Italian, when you say creature, it's a beautiful word for the beloved creation. The creature that came from the hands of God, this beautiful creation, that's who they are, and they love us. St. Michael, St. Gabriel, St. Raphael, intercede for us today. Help us to recognize the Lord in the Eucharist and to appreciate the gift and the capacity to suffer within and through Christ for his glory, for the Father's glory, and to help save souls. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, 
I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.